I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Mikhail, I saw you kissing her. Yes, I kissed her. So what? You have a problem with that? Go to hell, Ivan. You know what's insane? The Earth, for allowing you to live on it. Oh, impressive. That might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm allowed to say stupid things. I'm insane. You're not insane. You're just pathetic, like the rest of us. Welcome to the fucking human race. Oh, God, you don't know what this feels like. The shame. I am so ashamed, I think I might actually die from it. It hurts so much. It's unbearable. It's like I'm being flayed alive. What do I do? What do I do? Nothing. Astrov, give me something. Give me something. I can't do it. Some pills. Something. I'm only 51 years old. What if I live another 15 years? It's possible. How will I fill the hours? Tell me. How will I survive? If only I could become... A different person. Just wake up one morning with a clean slate. Open my eyes some cool, quiet morning and know that my past has been erased, burnt away like a mist, that I could start over, that that I had time to do things differently. I want that. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, the podcast that transforms theater scripts by award-winning writers into bingeable audio fiction. You just heard a clip from the conclusion to the timeless classic, Uncle Vanya by Anton Chekhov, adapted by writer-performer Lisa Rappo-Martel, featuring the breathtaking performances of Ali Kazmi and Tom Rooney. Part one is already available on the Play Me feed, but here's a quick recap to help you catch up. It's the dwindling days of Tsarist Russia. Vanya and his niece Sonia work to run the family's rural estate, while Sonia's father, Alexander, a celebrated professor, returns home with his glamorous wife, Yelena. They've moved there after Alexander's forced retirement, pushing Vanya to confront his resentment of the professor and his barely contained desire for his young wife. Astroff, the country doctor, arrives to treat Alexander's failing health, and Sonia confesses to Yelena about her longing for the doctor. This is the conclusion to Uncle Vanya by Anton Chekhov. Adapted by Lisa Repo Martel. Hear ye, hear ye. His eminence has summoned the masses to assemble in this very room. At exactly 1 p.m., the great man will speak and the world will tremble in awe. 
I'm sure it's just business. Business, please. What business? The scribbling business? The ailment business? Uncle Vanya. All right, all right. Look, laziest woman in the world trains for a marathon. Hilarious. It's not laziness, it's crushing boredom. I don't know what to do with myself. You really want to do something? You could help me manage the estate. <laughs> Come on. There's so much you could do. You could teach the little ones in the village or do sick visits. Why not? Before you and Papa came, Uncle Vanya and I used to go to market ourselves and set up the stall. I don't know. It just doesn't seem likely. Can you really picture me? Surrounded by peasant children, gold and wheat waving in the background? I don't see it. I can picture it. I know. You could start a spa. A little more rustic than you're used to, maybe, but I think it could work. Cold plunges in the Pacelle. Train the locals in facial massage. Barnyard mud baths. Tonic of sheep's urine. Barley rubs. Oh, my God. Can you tell him to stop? The sound of his voice is sapping my will to live. Stop it. I can totally picture you teaching. Children would love you. Anyway, maybe you'll change your mind. <laughs> Please don't be bored. It's contagious. Look at Uncle Vanya. He follows you around like a shadow. And I'm not doing what I should be half the time because I'm lolling around with you. Dr. Astroff hardly ever used to visit, and now he practically lives here. He's abandoned his trees and his patients. I think you must be a witch. Yes. A sea witch, a water spirit, a siren luring men to their deaths. That's exactly what you are. A mermaid goddess. Let yourself go for once in your life. Get swept away by some rippling river god into the swirling depths, into a whirlpool of passion. Swim away and leave your dusty old husk of a husband and the rest of us stranded on the shore. Stop it. What? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I... What did I say? Uh, forgive me. You go too far. Always. Wait. I picked some flowers for you this morning. Roses. The last of them. Let me get them. Let me present them to you as a peace offering. I'll prick myself on the thorns as penance. Autumn roses. Very beautiful. Very tragic. Very beautiful. Very tragic. Oh, God, it's September already. How will we survive the winter? Where's the doctor? In Uncle Vanya's room, working. I'm glad we're alone. I need to talk to you. What about? What about? Of course. What is it? I'm terribly plain. Don't you think? No. You have beautiful hair, beautiful eyes. That's what they say to homely girls. It's okay. I have loved him for ten years now. I love him more than I love my own mother. No matter where I am, I hear his voice. I imagine his hand on my arm, my back. It, it's like I'm in a trance. I'm always staring at the door, willing him to come into the room. The only thing that brings me any relief is talking about him with you every chance I get. Oh, sweetheart. And he's completely oblivious. I swear he comes here every day, and it's like he doesn't even see me. I might as well be invisible. Oh, God. It's so painful because there is nothing I can do. It's hopeless. 
I was up at four this morning on my knees praying to God to give me strength and I tell myself I won't but every time I see him I basically throw myself at him. I'm always trying to make eye contact or I start blathering about something ridiculous just to make conversation. It's so humiliating. But I can't stop myself. I have no pride left. I even confessed Uncle Vanya yesterday, although he sort of pretended he didn't hear me. I'm sure all the servants know. Everyone knows. Everyone but him. Exactly. Why don't I talk to him? I'll just feel him out. I won't say anything directly. Do you want me to? Uh, um, okay. Good. I'll be so subtle he won't even notice. Don't worry. Not knowing is the worst. All we want is a yes or no, right? And if it's a no, he shouldn't come here anymore, don't you think? It'll be easier not to see him all the time. All right, let's do it. Let's rip the bandage off. He wanted to show me his maps. Tell him I'm ready to see them. And he'll tell me everything, no matter what. No matter what, the truth is always better than uncertainty, whatever the outcome. Maybe we shouldn't. At least then I can hope. No, no, no. I'll go. Poor Sonia. I didn't realize how bad it was. He doesn't love her, that's obvious. He could marry her, though, why not? She would be the perfect wife for a country doctor. Bright, hardworking, kind. No. Poor thing, here she is, trudging along through a gray haze day after day. Nothing to look forward to. Nobody talks about anything important. Nobody does anything interesting. Day in, day out, and then he shows up. Handsome, passionate, dazzling. A bright moon rising in the dark sky. Who could resist? I think I've fallen for him myself a little. I'm bored when he's not around, and now I'm smiling. Vanya says I'm like a water spirit. Let yourself go for once in your life. Maybe I should. Break free, fly away. No, <gasps> the guilt would kill me, and where would I go anyway? I know why he comes here every day, but she has no clue. I'm a terrible person. Terrible, terrible person. Hello. You wanted to see these. Is this a good moment? Yes. Where were you born? In Petersburg. And where did you study? At the conservatory. Ah, well, this may be pretty boring for you then. Not at all. I don't know much about country life, but I read a lot. I've got my own table here, in Vanya's room. When I'm completely wiped out and I can't work another minute, I come here to amuse myself with this for an hour or two. Sonia and Vanya go through their accounts, pencils scratching away, and I sit there, fiddling with my paints, working out all the little details. It's very cozy. I don't get to often, maybe once a month. Oh my goodness, it's beautiful. Okay, so this is the district as it was 50 years ago. The dark and light green is forest, so basically half of the whole area is forest. Where the green is cross-hatched with the red, those were breeding grounds for elk, wild goats. And on this lake here, swans, geese and ducks, people remember giant clouds of birds flying overhead. Great lesions of birds, as Marina says. The sky was dark with them. 
these little symbols here are villages, hamlets. Uh, these ones are small farms. Here's an old monastery, water mills. There were a lot of cattle and horses too. That's the light blue. Uh, and here, the dark blue, you know what that is? Wild horses. Great herds of them. Can you imagine? Thundering past by the hundreds. Amazing. <clears throat> Next, uh, this is what it was like 25 years ago. The dark green, now only a third. So only a third of it is forest now. The goats have all gone. The green and blue are paler and so on. You get the drift. All right. Now, exhibit number three. This is the district now, right? You can see for yourself only tiny patches of green left and all scattered. No large areas at all. All the habitats have been broken up. The elk, swan, wood grouse, all vanished. All the little settlements, gone. The destruction is just relentless and shows no signs of stopping. And this is all in one generation. Now maybe that's just civilization. Progress. The old giving way to the new. All right, fair enough. If we had new roads and railways, if we were building modern schools and better hospitals in place of the forests, if people were better off in some way, but they're not. They're just as poor and just as ignorant. And we're all poorer because of it. Less and less beauty and nothing in its place. Mother Nature won't take this abuse forever. We humans, we need the natural world. We forget that we're animals too. And when the last tree is gone, we won't be far behind. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm ranting. I told you this would bore you. No, no, it's very... I just... Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. I'm sorry, my mind was... I'm a bit distracted. It's, it's just... I need to ask you a question about something. It's a bit awkward. I don't know how to start. <clears throat> um, all right. Should I be worried? No, no, it's not. It's fine. It's just... Look... Can we just be straight with each other, have a little no-nonsense chat and be done with it? I don't see why not. All right. It's about Sonia. Are you... Do you like her? Of course. I mean, do you like her as a woman? No. Okay. Just one more question and we're done. You haven't noticed anything? Noticed? You don't. I can see, but look. Sonia is suffering. It would be easier on her if she didn't have to see you all the time. So you should probably stop coming by so often. She... Yes, well, all right, of course. I mean, I don't have the time for that kind of thing. Oh, I'm sorry, that was... I feel like I've been carrying around a thousand pound weight, but thank God it's over. We don't need to talk about it anymore, you understand? This is so awkward. I'm sorry. If you had told me this a month ago, two months ago, I, I might have thought about it. But now, I mean, if she's really unhappy, of course, I won't come. But I don't understand. Why are you the messenger? I'm sorry? I believe Sonia is suffering. I understand that. But why the private interrogation? You know exactly why I come here every day. You know who I'm coming to see. Don't look at me like that. I know a bird of prey when I see one. A bird of prey? Yes. You've already got your talons in me for a month now. I've done nothing. I've abandoned my work and followed you around like a shadow. What are you playing at right now? What do you want me to say? Yes, I'll be your victim. You knew that already. So here I am. Finish me off. I'm yours. Are you out of your mind? Oh, 
Now you're embarrassed. I see the way you look at me. What? I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not what you think. I swear, I'm not that person. I'll go away today. I won't come here again. But I need to see you. Someone might come in. Where can we see each other? Tell me. When? I swear. Don't swear. Don't swear. No, no, please. Oh, God. You're beautiful. Your hands. Your hands. I have I to see you alone. I, I, no, I can't. Just once. That's all I ask. It's fated. You and I. I can't. No, please, please, have, have pity. The forest, tomorrow, at two, yes? Yes? Will you come? Oh, God. Let me go. This is, this is terrible. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's all right. No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. It turned out to be a nice day, after all. Looked like rain this morning, and now the sun's out. My favorite season, fall. And the winter wheat is coming along nicely. Help me! I have to leave here, do you understand? Do whatever you can, do whatever you need to get me and my husband away from here today. What? Today! Uh, uh, Are you listening to me? I don't don't, don't know. I I saw you. I saw you. I I saw everything. (laughs) They're coming. Promise me. We leave today. You know, it's my head. My head hurts. Not just that. Where are the others? God, I hate this house. 26 enormous rooms. You can never find anyone. Can someone send out a search party for my wife and my mother-in-law, please? I'm here, Alexander. All right. Everyone, please, take a seat. What did he say? Later. Yes, for me, living in the country makes everything worse. I finally had to recognize it. I, I, I can learn to tolerate, you know. Just, he doesn't, he won't be coming anymore, is that it? And, and sickness, but not this, this atmosphere. And I, I feel as though I've fallen off the face of the earth onto yes. an alien planet. Yes, oh, the atmosphere. I can't, I can't. Just tell me. <laughs> no. Sonia, please, sit down. Nobody listens to me. Sit down, Marina. Thank you. <laughs> now then, um, friends, Romans, countrymen. Do I need to be here? Y- yes, of course. You more than anyone. Why? What the hell do you want? Have I offended you in some way, Ivan? I'm not aware of anything I've done, but please accept my apologies in any event. Jesus, just... Just get on with it already. Ah, the matriarch. Now we are all met. Well, I I brought you together to inform you that a government inspector is coming to visit. (laughs) No. All all joking aside. I'm uh, in in trouble, my friends, and I, 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 I need your help, your, your advice. You, you've all been so kind to me, so generous over the years. I'm, I know you will grant this, this poor old man one, one last favor. As you know, I'm the original absent-minded professor, all philosophy and, 
and no utility. I'm, I'm the first to admit to my shaky grasp on the practicalities of life. That's why I need the, 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 the guidance of people more um, responsible than myself. Why I appeal to you, Ivan Petrovich, and, and to you, Ilya Ilyich, and of course, Mammon. What I'm going to say is this. Mane omnisuna nox. One night awaits us all. I'm in the twilight of my life, but I have a young wife and a daughter. It's high time that I put my affairs in order and made certain that their futures are secure. These are the facts. I cannot continue to live in the country. The effect on my constitution is devastating. But we cannot live in the city either. Not on the revenue that the estate brings in. Oh, yes, we could sell the forest once in an emergency, but not every year. No, we must find a way to guarantee a steady annual income we can rely on to see us through my remaining years and beyond. I think I have found a solution, and with your permission, I shall share it with you now. This estate generates no more than 1% or 2% of its capital value per year. I propose we sell the estate, invest the money in securities, which will give us a return of 4 or 5% at least, which would be sufficient to cover our costs in the city. We might even have enough left over for a little villa in Finland. Wait. What? I, I must have misheard you. What did you say? I said we'll invest the money and buy a little villa in Finland. No, 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 not that part about Finland. Before that. I, I said uh, uh, we'll sell the estate. Yes, that's it. Amazing. Sell, sell the estate. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, where do you propose I go with my old mother and Sonia? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> well, we can't figure out everything at once, Ivan. I mean, these are just the broad strokes of an idea. We'll get into the details later. What an idiot. What a fool I've been. If, if you can believe it, until just this moment, I thought that this estate belonged to Sonia. My father bought it as a dowry for my sister. I guess I forgot we were living in the 14th century. I imagined the estate would pass down from my sister to her own daughter. I, well, I don't see why you're getting so upset. I mean, of course the estate belongs to Sonia. I never said it didn't. I would never sell the estate without Sonia's consent. I, I, I'm doing this for her I, I think I'm going mad. It's, it's, it's beyond belief. Beyond belief? What kind Jean, of... Jean! Stop it! If Alexander thinks it makes sense, he knows what he's talking about. Like hell he does! Give me water, I need some water. Okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. You do, do what you like, you just go ahead. I, I, I'm not saying the plan is perfect. Huh? We're just having a conversation. But, but fine. 
if it's so upsetting for you or anyone else. We'll forget about it. You know, Professor, not, not only has your learning inspired in me in a, a sense of awe, but I, I feel a, a kinship to you as well, you know, because of my family. My brother Gregor... Waffles, shut up. No, Gregor is Shut up, wife, shut up. Waffles, shut up. We're talking business. Tell us, tell us later, all right? L- listen, listen, you go ahead. I- ask Waffles, why don't you? Ask Waffles? We bought the estate from his uncle. It cost 95,000 rubles. My father put down 70, leaving a debt of 25,000 yes. rubles. Now listen! There wouldn't be any estate if it weren't for me. I waived my entire inheritance in favor of my sister to make it possible. My sister, who I loved with my whole soul. And then I worked like an ox for the next 10 years to pay off the mortgage. I'm sorry, I started this. This estate is profitable and debt-free because of me. And now you want to kick me out like an old dog? What exactly are you trying to achieve by this? 30 years I've run this estate. Worked myself into the ground, sent every penny to you, and not once, never, in all that time, did it occur to you to say thank you. My salary is 500 rubles a year, a pittance, the same wage as the year I started. In 30 years, you have never thought to raise my salary by one copic? <laughs> you know I don't know about things like that. I'm, I'm not a practical... Why didn't you raise your own salary? Take what you needed. Oh, of course, it's my fault. Why, why didn't I steal from you? I John, guess I should have. I wouldn't have Vanya, for today. Vanya, please calm down. <laughs> This is so upsetting. Please, don't spoil the closeness of the family, Vanya. For 10 years, I've been buried alive with my old mother, worshipping at the altar of the great man, reading, talking, analyzing, praising your every banal eruption, dedicating all our thoughts and feelings to you. We memorized your articles and quoted them to each other. What a joke. But now, now I see you are the joke. Why doesn't somebody stop him? You're insights and, and opinions that we poured over like like Talmudic scholars are literal nonsense. I don't have to listen to this. I'm leaving. You are you, you're, you're actually a fucking moron. You will stop this, Ivan Petrovich. I won't stop. I won't stop. You've cheated us, you bastard. You can't. You, you, you conned us out of everything. Everything. And now this, you've destroyed me. You vampire. You para, parasite. You, you've, you've sucked me dry and now you want to throw me out? I have nothing because of you. I haven't lived and now it's too late. You are my mortal enemy. How dare you? You are nothing to me. Keep your goddamned estate. I don't want any part of it. It's yours. Stop this. I'm going to pass out. My life is over. I had talent. I had talent. I had courage. I had intelligence and I squandered them. What, what, what have I done? I, I could have been a Dostoevsky, a Schopenhauer. What, what am I saying? I'm, I'm, I'm Get a hold of yourself, Jean, this minute. Mama, Mama, please help me. Help me. Help me. What should I do? What do I do? Stop blaming everyone else. That's what. If I had been given your opportunities, your education, my God, pull yourself together. No, no. Oh, I know, I know. I know what to do. That's, that's right, that's right. You won't forget. You won't forget me so easily. What in God's name is happening here? Why do you let him get away with this? I never felt so violated in my life. It's him or me, people. I won't spend another night under the same roof with him. He can sleep in the village or in the barn for all we'll I leave care. today, Alexander. We'll make arrangements immediately. He thinks he can speak to me like this, 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 nobody, this nothing. Papa, please, please, you don't understand. He's not himself. Well, you all just stand there. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's, he's just, he's just so unhappy. It's made him unwell. Please, please forgive him, Papa. Remember, remember everything he did for you when you were younger? Uncle Vanya and Grandmother translated books for you and stayed up night after night proofreading and copying out your articles? Well, nobody asked him to. I know, I know, but but we have worked so hard all of these years, Papa. We 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 never spent a penny on ourselves. We sent everything to you, everything. We've earned our keep. I'm sorry, this isn't coming.
right? Just please, Papa, try to understand and, and don't be too hard on him. Yes, Alexander, please have a talk with him. We can't leave things like this. I'm begging you. All right, all right, all right. I'll talk to him. I'm not angry. He's the one that's behaving like a lunatic. Fine. I'll go and see him. If I can find him in this labyrinth. Be gentle with him. Calm him down. Nana. Nana, what's going to happen? Everything will be fine. The old ganders will squawk for a while and then they'll stop. Don't you worry. It's all just squawky. Yes. (sighs) Poor dear, you're shivering. Are you cold, lovey? Now, now, don't you worry, little one. God is merciful. Trust in him. Let me get you some sweet raspberry tea, my little orphan, and everything will be fine. Ah, Listen to them, the old ganders. Damn, they're squawking. Oh, God, he's coming. Give it to me. Let it go, let it go, Eva. No, no, stop it. I have to do this. Let go. Where, where is he? Where did he go? Ah, ah, there you are. Oh, my. Did, did, no, no. did, I, did I get him? Did I miss? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I missed again. God damn it. God damn it. I can't do anything. Get me out of here. Or kill me now. I can't take another second. What am I doing? What am I doing? We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Marina. Let's hurry it up. They'll be calling us any minute now to say goodbye. They've asked for the horses to be brought around already. Hold on. I'm almost done. Uh, yeah. Back to Kharkov they go. It's hard to believe, huh? <laughs> yes. It's for the best. Mm. They've had quite the scare. Yelena keeps saying, we need to leave now, now. They say they're going to send for their things, but they don't They don't even have to pack. Just make a clean getaway. <laughs> Good riddance. Uh, it wasn't meant to be, I guess. God didn't want them here. <laughs> they should all be ashamed of themselves shooting at each other with guns. Ah, oh, crazy. <laughs> like I seen by Ivazovsky. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes, once they've gone, we'll go back to living like real people again. Breakfast at eight, a big lunch at one, and sitting down to dinner in the evening. Everything in order, like decent Christians. You know, it's been a long time since we've had any noodles around here. <laughs> yes, yes. Much too long since we've had noodles. Eh? <laughs> uh, 
I was in the village this morning, Marina, just walking along, minding my own business, when a stallkeeper started screaming at me for no reason. You leech! You freeloader! Do some work like the rest of us! I, <laughs> I was so upset, I felt like I'd been physically assaulted. <laughs> Don't listen to people. In God's eyes, we're all freeloaders. You belong here, mm. all of us. Mm. You, Sonia, Ivan Petrovich, we all work hard. Mm. Too hard. Mm. Where's Sonia? Uh, so she's in the garden with Dr. Astrov. They're still looking for Ivan Petrovich. They're afraid he might hurt himself. <laughs> Where's the gun? Oh, I, uh, I hid it in the cellars. Oh, God have mercy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Leave me alone. Clear out, all of you. Leave, leave. Leave me alone. Can I have a little space? A little privacy for a minute? I don't need a goddamn babysitter. Uh, of course. Of course. Whatever you need. Okay. Squawk, 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 squawk. Leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm not leaving till you give back what you took from me. I didn't take anything. Don't do this, Vanya. I need to go. I should have left hours ago. I'm serious. Give it back. I didn't take anything. Jesus. <laughs> fine. I'll wait a little longer, but pretty soon I'm going to have to use force. I mean it. I'll tie you up and search you, Ivan. I'm not joking. Well, whatever. Twice. Twice. I can't stand it. I had two good shots and I missed both of them. I'll never forgive myself. Well, next time you want to shoot someone, put the gun to your own damned head. It's strange. Here I am. I did my very best to murder someone and no one seems to care. No one's called the police. No one wants to be arrested. Nothing. They think I've lost my mind. They, that I, I didn't really mean it. That I'm insane. Ha! I'm, I'm insane? Me? Not the con man who hides behind his cravat, exploiting every single person who crosses his path? Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Or the woman who marries old men, then cheats on them in front of everyone. Perfectly acceptable. I saw you, Mikhail. I saw you kissing her. Yes, I kissed her. So what? You have a problem with that? Go to hell, Ivan. You know what's insane? The Earth, for allowing you to live on it. Oh, impressive. That might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm allowed to say stupid things. I'm insane. You're not insane. You're just pathetic, like the rest of us. Welcome to the fucking human race. Oh, God, you don't know what this feels like. The shame. I am so ashamed, I think I might actually die from it. It hurts. So much. It's unbearable. It's like I'm being flayed alive. What do I do? What do I do? Nothing. Astrov, give me something. Give me something. I can't do it. Some pills. Something. I'm only 51 years old. What if I live another 15 years? It's possible. How will I fill the hours? Tell me. How will I survive? If only I could become a different person. Just wake up one morning with a clean slate. Open my eyes some cool, quiet morning and know that my past has been erased. Burnt away like a mist. That I could start over. That, that I had time. To do things differently. I want that. I want that. Please tell me. How can I start over? With what? Start over. There's no starting over for us. Our goose is cooked, my friend. It's hopeless. Is it? Yes. Completely. I can't. I can't. I can't. Give me something. Astrov, I have a burning pain in my chest here. Stop. Stop it. The people. A hundred, two hundred years from now. Maybe they'll have figured out how to be happy. Vanya, 
how to lead a good life, but not us. If we're lucky, maybe some beautiful visions will flash through our brains as we're dying. But that's it. That's all we can hope for, some pretty colours and then kaput. I know. We were the only civilised, open-minded men in this whole goddamn district, right? Who cares? Look at us now, ground down and used up. We're no better than the rest of them now. We're not special anymore. We don't deserve anything. Anyway, this is all besides the point. You need to give me back what you took from me now. I didn't take anything. You took a vial of morphine from my bag. Listen, if you want to kill yourself, go to the forest and blow your brains out, but give me back the morphine. People will talk. You know how they are around here. They'll say, I gave it to you, and I'll be the one who has to do your autopsy. Do you think about that? Leave me alone. Sonia, your uncle stole a bottle of morphine and won't give it back. I don't know what to do. I'm at the end of my rope. I have to go. Uncle Vanya, did you take the doctor's morphine? I know he took it. Give it back, Uncle Vanya. Do it. Why do you want to frighten us? Give it back, please. I'm just as unhappy as you are, but I haven't given up. We'll get through this. We will. We need you, Uncle. Please. Please give it back. Oh, my poor sweet uncle. You, you are so kind. So good. Just keep going. You can do it. You won't feel like this forever. We'll get through it. Give the morphine back. I'm begging you. Here. Here, take it. I need to get back to work. Get my mind right. I'll just work. Work like a demon till I can't think anymore. Yes, we'll work. We'll get this place ship-shape again. As soon as we've said our goodbyes, we'll get down to business. We'll start with the invoices. <laughs> We're so behind. And uh, we need to get people in to fix the barn. You need to talk to them because they're always overcharging me. And we can finally organize the back office this winter. I have to say goodbye now. Here you are, Ivan. We're leaving. Alexander has something he wants to say to you. Will you go see him? I'll go with you. It would be good for you and Papa to patch things up before he goes. We're off. Already? The horses are harnessed. Goodbye, then. You promised me today you won't come here again. I know. I'm leaving shortly. You're scared. Is this really so frightening? Yes. Maybe that means you shouldn't go. No. The only reason I can look at you is because my mind's made up. Can I ask you something? Anything. Please don't think badly of me. Don't leave. 
Come on, this is bound to happen sooner or later. You have no goal in life, nothing to occupy your time, and you don't love your husband. Something's got to give sooner or later. Why not now? Why not with me? I promise you it'll be more romantic than in Kharkov. The forest in autumn, a crumbling old estate. It'll be like a Turgenev novel, only more fun. I'll break out my riding boots. <laughs> Very funny. I'm still mad at you. But since we'll never see each other again, I might as well tell you. I did fall in love with you a little. I did. You are a rare and interesting person. Let's shake hands and part as friends. I wish you every happiness. Remember me kindly. All right. All right. You know, you seem like a decent, soulful person. But there's something about you. Something I don't know. You came here with your husband and all of us who'd been working so hard with our heads down doing our duty to the world just dropped everything to cater to you both. For a whole month, I did nothing. People got sick. I didn't care. The deer ate my lettuces. Peasants grazed their cattle in my forest and I let them. I just wanted to be here. It's probably for the best. If you had stayed, the devastation would be total. I have a feeling you leave a trail of destruction wherever you may go. Well, that's it, I guess. Finita la comedia. <laughs> it's strange. We've really just gotten to know each other in the past few hours, and now... You're leaving. Life. Listen, there's no one here. No Vanyas bearing bouquets. Would you let me kiss you one last time? Yes? Mm-hmm. Perfect. I wish you the best in everything. I do. The horses are waiting. Yes, by all means. Shh, shh. People are coming. Finita. I've learned a lot today. In fact, I've been through so much this afternoon, I'm inspired to write a piece on the art of living. <laughs> I accept your apology, Ivan, truly, and offer the same in return. We'll send all money we did before right on schedule. Everything will be exactly the same as, as it was. Mama. Alexander, remember to get your picture taken and send it to me. You know I adore you. Uh, goodbye, Professor. Don't forget about us. Eh? <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for your delightful company. I, I respect all your perspectives, your passions, and even your impulses. <laughs> but will you allow an old man to, to leave you with one word of advice? Yes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pay attention to what needs doing today. Not to what's past, no, what's waiting down the road. In other words, live the life you have, friends. Not the one you don't. Yes. Well, 
I wish you all the best. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. I'm sorry about, uh, well, everything. I'm never going to see you again, am I? Goodbye, my little dove. Waffles, could you ask them to bring my horses around as well, please? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> You're not going to see them off? No. No, I can't. I, I, I'm not. Uh, I, just, I just need to get back to work. I need to do something. And they're off. I think you're well rid of them. You couldn't get the professor back here, even if God himself sent the invitation. They've gone. They've gone. May God watch over them. All right, Uncle Vanya, let's get down to it. Yes, I'm ahead of you. It's been a long time since we sat at the table like this. Look, the ink is dried up. I can't believe they're really gone. I'm sad. They've gone. Yes. First, we'll tackle the overdue bills. <laughs> it's terrible how we've let things go. We got a letter this morning demanding payment. Um, so I guess we need to go through all the invoices first. Uh, figure out who needs to be paid right away and what we can wait on. You take this pile. Pay to the account of... What? What's this for? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yes, I, I see. Ah, <sighs> it's almost my bedtime. Pens are scratching. Crickets chirping. Peaceful, cozy... I don't want to leave anymore. And there's my carriage. Right on cue. Oh well, I guess I'm off then. What's the rush? Why don't you stay the night? No, no, I can't. Sixteen, carry the one that makes eleven rubles and seventy-five kopecks. Your carriage is ready! Thank you, Waffles. Well? When will we see you again? Not before spring, I don't think. Uh, definitely not this winter. Of course, if anything happens, or just let me know and I'll, I'll come right away. Thank you. Thank you for your hospitality, your kindness, for everything, really. Goodbye, my love. Take care of this lot. <clears throat> Goodbye, Maria Petrovna. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Safe travels, doctor. 
Don't go before you've had some tea. No, thanks. Vodka. Well, when you put it that way... <laughs> looks like my best horse is a little lame. Uh-huh. Have you uh, checked his shoes? I will. I'll go by the blacksmiths in the village. The son's not as good as the father, have you noticed? I can already feel the winter coming. You know, I was looking at a map of Africa yesterday, and the heat must be unbearable down there, no? I wonder what's worse, extreme heat or extreme cold. Mm -hmm, yeah. Here we go, my sweet doctor. Do your health. And now some bread to soak it. No, it's fine as is. Well, good luck, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Please, no need to see me out, Nana. February 2nd. Linseed oil, two gallons. February 16th. Another two gallons in buckwheat. There he goes. May God forgive us all. He's gone. chest. Right here, it hurts. It hurts so much. I know. I know. It's so hard. It's hard. But what can we do? We just have to keep going. That's all. Just put one foot in front of the other like we always do, right? <laughs> We'll get up in the morning, work hard all day, taking care of everyone, then brush our teeth and go to sleep and do it all over again the next day and the next and then a bunch more days after that, if we're lucky, right? What else can we do? And then one day when our time comes, we'll kick the bucket just like everyone else. <laughs> and then, out there beyond the grave, we'll admit how we suffered, how many times we cried, how bitter our lives were, and God will have mercy on us. He will. He sees us. He knows our hearts. We'll be bathed in a love so overwhelming, Uncle Vanya. Like nothing we can imagine. And we'll be able to look back on our lives with a tenderness that knows no bounds. We'll smile at our heartbreak and laugh even. And know our lives were worthwhile. That we did our best, Uncle Vanya. That we can be proud. We'll find peace. I know we will. We'll find peace. We'll hear the angels sing. 
We'll see the heavens aflame with stars like diamonds and feel a mercy pouring down on us so tender and so sweet, it's almost unbearable. My poor Uncle Vanya, you've never been happy, never in your life, but you will be. I know it. We both will. We'll find peace. I believe that, Uncle, with everything I am. I have faith. We'll find peace. We will. We'll find peace. That was the conclusion to Uncle Vanya by Anton Chekhov, adapted by Lisa Repo-Martel. Part one is available now on Play Me. Oh, Chris, I don't know about you, but I just always feel like I've been through the ringer after experiencing this play. The pain of Sonia and Vanya is so beautiful and palpable. And even though we know from the beginning that it's probably not going to work out for them. We can't help but go on this ride with them and really feel their despair knowing that they are trapped in these circumstances with really no viable way out. And the cast did such a phenomenal job taking us on this emotional and surprisingly cathartic ride. Absolutely. I agree completely. I also feel that what makes this show so relatable, more than 120 years after it was written, is that One of the central themes revolves around people never being satisfied with what they have. Everyone wants more. Everyone is chasing happiness, yet no one ever catches it. And that is such a universal feeling. And on top of it all, this theme is packaged into a piece that's a wild mix of melodrama, comedy, and even a little bit of soap opera. And these are all forms that are relevant today. We will be back next with an in-depth interview with writer Lisa Rappo-Martel. I had a great chat with her and we talked about her very long history with this play, what it was like to adapt a play that was written in Russian over 125 years ago, and why she feels that Chekhov is still so relevant today. If you're looking for another play with great drama, we recommend you listen to the Governor General award-winning play, Sexual Misconduct of the Middle Classes by Hannah Moscovich. Available on the Play Me feed. Uncle Vanya was written by Anton Chekhov and adapted by Lisa Repo-Martel. The play featured Tom Rooney as Vanya, Bahia Watson as Sonia, Eric Peterson as Alexander, Shannon Taylor as Yelena, Ali Kazmi as Astroff, Anand Rajaram as Telogen, Carolyn Fay as Marina, and Tabora Johnson as Maria. Chris Abraham directed the original theatrical production. It premiered at Crows in 2022 with upcoming productions at Theatre Aquarius and Mervish. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can connect with us by emailing playme at cbc.ca. 
And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Play Me through Google or Apple Podcasts. By subscribing, you can listen to all our past shows and you won't miss a single one of our new episodes. And while you're there, we would love it if you would consider rating and reviewing us. It helps spread the word about our podcast, bringing theatre to a whole new audience. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. Our associate producer is Brianne Tice. A special thanks to our CBC team. Anna Ashate is our digital producer, and our executive producer is Cecil Fernandez. The director of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani, and the executive director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.